The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You are now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, Health Heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. This is part one of my ayahuasca journey. So ayahuasca is a huge topic nowadays. It's, it's kind of been you know out there in the lights for the last 10 years. It's growing in popularity. Uh, it is a indigenous medicine from South America, uh, and you know I, I, you know I was married to a gal from Peru for for ten years, so I I learned all about it through her, and and then finally, I mean, I was kind of scared of it in the beginning until I got, you know, more uh, privy to the what it actually is and what it does. So um, I have a lot of people asking me things about ayahuasca. We have a lot of people asking me about um, you know m- mushrooms and psychedelics, and should I take it, Tim, and should I microdose and so I wanted to do an episode on ayahuasca um, specifically because uh, I get a lot of questions on it and I have an experience with it. So a personal experience. And like I always tell you guys, it's like until you have a first-person experience, you really don't know how it's, if it's good for you or not. You really don't. You, you, you can take somebody's word for it, but until you actually experience it for yourself, you're really in the dark. You're just, you're just you know, you just don't know. So um, what I did was, is I want to clear a few things up. Number one, um, ayahuasca is a plant medicine, okay? And let me go back. So Dr. Scott Treadway, our formulator, who, who like, is this cool dude. He went, you know, you know his story, most of you. He went, if, if not, I'll tell you the quick version. But, you know, he went over to India to really find true medicine. And he studied the Ayurvedic traditions. He was actually able to find one of the top healers in Ayurvedic medicine who owned a bunch of herbal clinics. The guy was very wealthy. He spoke at the colleges and all that stuff and universities and and for the governments. And Scott walked up to him and said, will you train me? And he said, yes. So he became an apprentice and he learned 10,000 years of biological engineering system science. I mean, these people over there in Ayurvedic medicine, they know how the body works and they help people with herbal concoctions. Um, Scott became a master herbalist in Ayurvedic traditions and Western herbology and Chinese herbology, but it's, it's system science guys. So it's like an engineering standpoint. Engineers can't make mistakes, right? Or people die. They build planes and trains and buses and buildings. If they mess up, buildings crumble, bridges crumble, space shuttles, like the challenger explode. That was an engineering uh, debacle um, and stuff like that. So they have to make things work. So anyway, Scott learned this, but when Scott was over there, he also learned about meditation and he had yogic masters and he, he got deep into meditation. Okay. And I know because I had him over to my house and I said, Hey Scott, um, uh, he says, I'm going to go in for meditation, went into my uh, study and he said, I'll be out in about an hour. So I kind of timed dinner to be ready about an hour. And then an hour and 15 minutes went by an hour and a half. And I'm like, geez, is he going to be done? So I knock, I don't, I don't want to bug him. Like he's in this trance or whatever he's doing. And then about an hour, 45, two hours later, he comes out. I'm like, hey, man, your dinner's ready. And I couldn't be mad at him. He was meditating. So what I'm getting at is this guy meditates like an hour to two hours a day religiously, sometimes even more. And what Scott told me about ayahuasca and mushrooms and all this other stuff is that for those of you that would like to get the benefits of ayahuasca and mushrooms, you don't need ayahuasca or mushrooms to do it. You can actually achieve the same thing through a meditation practice, okay? Just to be clear, you don't have to do it. But there's people out there that would like to do it, like me. Maybe you want to you know, fast forward things a little bit. What Scott said was, Dr. Treadway told me, he's like doing mushrooms or ayahuasca is like taking a crowbar and cracking open your pineal gland to tap into God. That's basically what it is. Now, God, whatever it is for you, he, she, it, the vortex, the, the one, the, the source, the energy, you know, whatever you want to call it, it's kind of a, like he said, crowbarring your way open and so you can tap into that and but people are doing it but he he told me he's like you could just meditate but it would take longer because you have to work at it right so a lot of people are doing it um you know more and more people are hearing about it but you also hear people having you know bad bad experiences bad journeys so 
I kind of, this two-part series is to clear all of that up because I want to make sure that you get the right medicine, you know, at the right time and you're around the right people so you have a good experience. That's very important. Just like in anything you do, you want to be, you want, I want to get the best, you know, so, and I want to make sure the medicine's pure and I've got a good shaman with me, which we made sure all that happened. Okay. And we'll get into that in these, in these two, two part series. Here's something else. Somebody else that I follow also told me that, that plant medicines like mushrooms, psychedelics, stuff like that, and ayahuasca are simply tools. They are tools that you can have in your toolkit. And what's good about them is they can actually get you into the frequency so you can experience this wonderful journey, but you can literally feel the vibrational frequency of the journey so now it's easier for you to get back into it because now you know what it is. Okay, it's a tool. And that gentleman said, it's not something to be abused. We're not talking about taking mushrooms or ayahuasca and partying, right? We're talking about using it as a tool to tap into your consciousness, to tap into God. That's the whole point. And a lot of people are doing it because they're stressed out. Um, they're not happy with their life. They're not happy with their husband. They're not happy with their wife. They may have kid troubles. They might be having issues and communication and friends, work, career, health issues, and they just want to break through, right? So a lot of people are going to it that for that reason. And I remember, and I'll talk about it, and I, I believe in the first episode, but even way before I was into the health stuff, people were talking about ayahuasca, like business professionals that I'd run into, like, oh, dude, I went down to South America and I did this ayahuasca thing and it completely changed my life. This was like a CPA, like this nerdy dude, right? And I'm just like, what? Like, you went down and did that? And then, like, and then, you know, and an attorney would tell me this, or, you know, a real estate agent or a financial advisor, like I was. And I'm just like, and these guys were just like normal working class guys, you know, white collar, blue collar people that I was talking to. I mean, talking to like construction workers. Probably happened like, I don't know, two, three, four, probably three, four, five times I'd run into these people. If memory serves me right. They would tell me these things. And they're like, dude, it changed my life. That was the common theme. It changed my life. So I'd always kind of knew about it. And I had a background because I knew these people weren't lying to me. And they, they couldn't, none of them could explain what happened, how it happened. They just knew their life freaking changed. And it was awesome. So I was really open to it. And I just want to make sure that you have a good overview for any of you thinking about it that, you know, I've already went through it. So the first part of my ayahuasca journey is going into the details of what ayahuasca plant is. It's actually two plants. And um, getting into, you know, it's like ayahuasca 101, like what it is, kind of how to go about it. Part two, we're going to come back after my journey, and, and then I'm just going to tell you my story. And it's freaking going to blow your mind. It's going to blow your mind. So I was just about ready to get ready to shoot this, and I realized – I had already done this. I had already done part one and part two. So back in 2019, I was actually interviewed by uh, former world champion, Hall of Famer, Pat Militich, MMA guy, and his co-host, Jeffrey Wilson. And it was their 100th episode and of The Conspiracy Farm. And we talked about health a little bit, but about a third of the way through it, then I launched into the whole ayahuasca thing. So this is going to be a replay of that. Thank you guys for allowing me to, for Pat and Jeffrey to allow me to replay this. And it's in an interview format. I think you're going to enjoy it. And then I came back on later after I did the experience, and they interviewed me again, and that'll be part two, right? So that's it. Um, I hope you set back, grab your notebook. If you're interested in psychedelics, um, ayahuasca, and you want to learn more about this plant medicine, take some notes. Um, I try to do my best job that I could. And that's why I did a little preview or preamble to this show is because there was a couple things I missed as far as uh, in, in like the 101 part of learning about it that I wanted to cover, which we just did. And, um, now I feel good about that. And so we'll, we'll do this and then I'll, I'll join, I'll say, I'll come back and say uh, a couple words right at the end of this. So sit back, relax, enjoy my ayahuasca journey. Part one, ladies and gentlemen, welcome once again, part two of the 100th episode of the conspiracy farm. Man, this has been a nice, awesome day. First episode with Sam Tripley. Great conversation. Great friend of the show. And this guy here, man, he has been rolling with us literally from day one. This guy, I mean, I can't thank him enough for his awesome, faithful support to the Conspiracy Farm. He is one of our sponsors. He is the El Jefe of Chemical Free Body. 
ladies and gentlemen. Some great announcements tonight, some awesome information. And if you want some of his products, check out www.theconspiracyfarm.com. Again, he is one of our sponsors, so you can go click the link. Or if you want to go to his page, www.chemicalfreebody.com, front slash farmer. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the program. Tim James, what's up, brother? Hey, guys. Thanks for having me on again. It's going to be a lot of fun. And as always, for the 100th time, I am rolling shotgun with my homeboy, Pat Militich. What's going on, champ? Well, it's very hot, half Caucasian you to include me. <laughs> <laughs> I would never leave you out. Have I ever left you out? Except for that, well, one. Except for that one time. No. Except for that one time. Yes. That yes. one time. Yes. One, okay. one out of 100? Come on, man. That's some good averages <laughs> right there. My goodness. Ultimately, we're... We're pumped to have Tim back on because Tim's Always. been doing a bunch of great stuff. And look, I had to reach out to Tim for help for a, a a lady that I went to school with in high school who's battled for over a decade with cancer, and she's given up on the chemo and the radiation and all the other stuff. And and so we've we've gone the chemical free body route, and I shipped her some stuff, and Tim shipped her some stuff, and and you know we're about ready to undertake a, a a pretty big project. Um, I'm hoping it's not too late for it. Right, Tim? Yeah, you know what, Pat? You, you, you just never know because I've had people that I've worked with that have been way way worse off than she is that surprised me and they made it, and I, even I didn't think they were going to make it. And then there's been people that are looked a lot better than she is, and then they, did, they didn't make it. So, you know, a lot of it, really boils down to attitude and um their their why they want to live and and a lot of other factors but um you just don't know all you can do is what i do as um, a healer is basically and i don't heal anybody and i'm not a doctor so there's my disclaimer and i don't provide medical advice is i provide the frequency and the support and the hope that they can live because a lot of times they don't have that they don't right. have that. And then that's like that one. So if I can help them raise their frequency up and believe yes. that they can heal, that's their best shot before the, anything they eat or take or supplements. Any of that kind yeah, of continuing the fight, right? So I had uh, a fighter that I trained uh, many years ago. His dad was asked a question. It was interesting because I was privy to it. And somebody asked him the question they said, when do you get old? And he said, it's the moment you stop caring. The moment you stop caring is when you truly get old. And that, that, that was something that has stuck with me. I mean, that was probably 15 years ago. And it's true. It really is. You can tell when people just stop caring and give up and get old. Mm -hmm. Well, like what you just alluded to, Tim, even with cancer patients, I think you could kind of, you know, transfer that into just normal life, right? You look at Dr. Bruce Lipton's book, The Biology of Belief, you know, our thought process, our mindset can truly, truly dictate our biology. So a, a good positive mindset is absolutely important, man. Not even just, you know, as a cancer, cancer patient, but just generally in life, man, you got to got to keep that positive attitude going. It's all about the attitude. Totally. And I want to congratulate you guys um, on your 100th episode. Man, That's awesome. thank you so much, Tim. I, again, man, I, I don't even say it flippantly, man. Your support has been so crucial. You know, it's tough doing a show like this to get, you know, sponsors online. You know, we're never going to get Snickers and Bud Light, et cetera. But, man, I mean, I don't even want that. I want stuff like what you're yeah, doing, we man. we don't want Snickers and Bud Light, Well, I'm right? just saying, I mean, mainstream sponsors are, you know, a little scared. But, I mean, you're, you've got a huge company, and, you know, you're transforming lives. And that's really kind of a lot of what we talk about on the show here, man, just information helping to transform lives and even medical, not medical stuff, but, you know, health and wellness materials that you have. Greens 85, ladies and gentlemen, if you do not have Green 85 in your cabinet right now, for the love of all decency, what is wrong with you? Run out there right now. Chemicalfreebody.com front slash farmer. I'm telling you, and I'm not even saying it because Tim is a sponsor. Do this stuff. It, it is absolute game changer. So refresh everybody, Tim. I mean, Greens 85, that is some of the dopest concentrated vegetables you could possibly get. Break it down Sprout. for us. I will. Sprout. Make sure you guys that are listening, two things. Number one, please share this videos with your friends and promote the conspiracy farm and let's double their viewership and get the message out there. That's number one and uh, help you guys grow this so they can do it full time. That would be awesome. Um, number two um, is uh, the greens and why they work so well. 
is uh, because I have a doctor um, on staff with me. Is Dr. Scott Treadway. He's a formulator, um, master herbalist. He, um, you know, he he's got a great story. I mean, that guy was gonna he was going to Cornell University to be, become a medical doctor like other people in his family. He was expected to become you know Scott Treadway MD, and he said you know I don't I don't want to. He got into it. He's like, this isn't what I wanted. So he went into naturopathic medicine, started studying there. He's like, this isn't deep enough. This isn't what I want. And then he uh, ended up going to India and studying under two um, – in, in an apprenticeship program over two lineages, two different clinics that have over a 1,000 years of apprenticeship where you know they pass it on and pass it on and pass it on. And over the years, they figured out basically what doesn't work. And um, from that, he, he studied uh, Chinese herbology and then also Western herbology. So he's – He's mixing Indian herbology, Chinese herbology, and Western herbology, and actual clinical work. Like he worked with patients on a daily basis. So this isn't just some nerd in the laboratory all the time. He was out in the front lines, and now he's the nerd in the laboratory, right? (laughs) (laughs) But – and he's a great guy, and he truly wants to help people. So he knows how herbs are going to affect the human physiology or the body inside and out um, when he makes the formulas because of all his training. So having him on board – um, and being able to mentor under him has been one of the reasons why my products work so well. It's not because of me. It's because I got so frustrated with as a health coach and now you know coaching people on their whole lives that um, you know these supplements are needed when people are on a cliff and they're about to fall off and they have yeah. health issues or whatever. And um, I do all this research and I find this really awesome product and I'm like, okay, this is great. You're going to use this to clean your gut and this is going to help you – Clean your blood and your fat and your muscle tissue, and this one's going to give you the nutrients, like the greens, and these are the best probiotics. And then I'd find out six months later that they changed the ingredients or they got bought out by a big corporation and they slipped synthetics in there. And it's like I do all this research over and over and over again. This happened multiple times, guys. Like I'd have my little repertoire. I didn't want to start a supplement company. There was like that's a lot of work, you know, and it's like out of frustration, um, that's where it came. And I was uh, introduced to Dr. Scott Treadway after about 30 different interviews, and he finally was the guy. I knew it in my heart. I felt it. And because um, he was really, truly wanting to help people. So that's why the far, my products work is because that guy's a freaking genius. And he's been doing this stuff for 37 years. And he, he consults with 17 of the top nutritional supplement companies in the world. They hire him to make formulas and, and do that kind of stuff. You so. know, and I don't, I don't want to interrupt you, but I almost have to. Because I've throughout the years of being a professional fighter, professional coach, all that good stuff. Um, supplement companies have come along that were that were very very high level, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, not to not to your level even, but um, in different areas of of supplementation. Let's put it that way: that they were very very good. Yeah, and there were several of them that. I mean, there was a, there was a product called um, G two or Oxy. Oxy2, I'm trying to remember. I'm not going to mention the company. But it, it was literally every antioxidant known to man put into this these capsules. And the capsule itself was a rice protein spray, like whatever compound, so that your body would accept it like food. And, and it worked. It worked. I literally, from the moment I started taking it, went from sparring four rounds with professional boxers to 12 rounds with professional boxers two weeks later. Um, my my endurance, I was doing things that I never even dreamed of being able to do. Then there were other products that were turning my mother's hair from white to salt and pepper and improving my brother's eyesight. My brother's um, eyesight was going backwards in prescriptions. He had to go back and get old glass prescriptions. Um, and then they were bought out and then they took a dive because they just put fillers in mm. and a bunch of other stuff and, and destroyed those products. So you're one of those few out there that has not sold out, has not allowed fillers to go into your products. Everything is all natural, chemical free, and incredible stuff. Yeah, thanks for that, man. That's awesome. So I do have to give a lot of the credit to Dr. Treadway, but one thing that's cool about our relationship is I challenge everything. So. When he says something, I'm always challenging things as I'm learning, and um, I've actually, you know, gave him a few ideas along the way, and we made some changes to some things. So, 
that's because I want to get to the bottom of stuff, you know. It's really cool yeah. that uh, that he, you know, as smart as he is, obviously, he probably could have did, been a great doctor with allopathic medicine. And a lot of people go into allopathic medicine and think that's kind of the be all end all. And they do help help people's lives. But I mean, transferring that into naturopathic, in my opinion, that's more preventative health care, you know, getting getting, you know, not waiting for the bomb to go off before you call in the bomb squad, like making yeah. sure you're taking care of this stuff preemptively. So you're not going in for emergency surgery because of this or that, which allopathic medicine, you know, does treat and does help. But naturopathic medicine, in my opinion, helps, you know, like I said, be more proactive with your health, co- health, health care. And like we talk about all the time when you're on, let food be thy medicine and medicine be thy food. And that's really in the vein of more naturopathic than obviously allopathic. So that's cool, man. I'd really like to meet that guy. Yeah, his story, dude, I'm not going to get into all of it, but before he was even a doctor, he healed his son of attention deficit disorder. And um, he actually went to like a canning company that was selling, um, I think it was ketchup. It was like Heinz or something. And the big vats after they're done, at the bottom there's waste that they get rid of. And he put a deal together and got that waste material. Now, this isn't like now because stuff's all GMO'd and sprayed and stuff like that with chemicals. But um, you you get that stuff, and he made supplements out of that and gave it to his son. And that healed his son of um, attention deficit disorder um, because of all the nutrients that were at the bottom from all those, you know, the tomatoes. It was was amazing. So this was – I mean this guy has – his stories are so like so awesome and like to have the instincts to do that. I mean, what dad would just like figure this stuff out on his own, research <laughs> right. it and then go to a company and scrape up the bottom of a vat full of tomato paste and figure it out. You know what I mean? It was like really cool. And going back to what Pat was saying, man, and this and we have this conversation almost every time you're on as far as choosing a better quality of life for yourself. You know what I mean? The the food choices we make, I mean, me included sometimes, it just we know a lot of this stuff is bad for us and it's poison, but yet we still continue to consume it, even in light of all this information we have about raw fruits and vegetables, drinking water, chewing your food, et cetera, et cetera. How do we how do we get people to care more? Like Pat was saying, you know, you get old when you stop caring and you just see that. You walk around and see people's grocery carts, it's like, wow, there's freaking diabetes right there in that cart. And you got five or six kids or how many kids hanging out with mom and she's just buying them garbage. How do we do well, that? How yeah. do we bridge that gap? So what I try to do now is I try to meet people where they're at and just, you know, a lot of, like you said, a lot of people know that um, a lot of the stuff is, you know, denatured. It's not good. It's fried. But there's so many deep emotional ties to food. Like mom used to bring you yeah. food when you were a kid and you love your mom. And maybe that's the only thing that you and your mom have together because you don't have a good relationship. Was So, you know, I know a lady that um, I told her about this kind of stuff in the beginning. She's like, I, I have to make I have to make that stuff or my, my kids will never come see me, you know. And then wow. there's emotional trauma um, that we get out of people in the coaching program. Maybe they got beat when they were a little kid or molested or well, or, crazy or, stuff. Or, or, or they use food as a dope. Or, or a spouse that's maybe – an incredible cook who makes all kinds of different types of food mm-hmm. and then um, takes offense to you wanting to be healthier. Yeah. Right? Yeah, so what that's that's our whole program is des- designed around this because a lot of people aren't going to get coached in reality. I mean, they have to, like, on our program, you have to go online. You have to fill out a form on, our, on the coaching tab and then schedule a time with me or one of my coaches and when they fill out that form, people are usually like, oh, my God, I didn't realize – when I was filling out that form, I just realized you know, how bad of a situation I'm in, and I got to do something just by filling out the form. But how many people take the time to fill out a form that asks a bunch of health questions? Right. They don't. The only time that usually happens is when they have a lump or a tumor or yeah. their heart – they have a heart attack, and then they have to fill out forms and tell everything that's happened about them. So we, so what we did was is in our program – with our daily detox program and these nutritional supplements is just give people a, a leg up. And um, the, the foundation of that, again, is drinking adequate amounts of, number one, adequate amounts of purified water. Number two, chewing their food until liquefied. Number three, avoiding liquids with meals. Game changer, big time. And then number four is breath work and just doing taking some deep breaths, you know. <sighs> 
just a few of those before you eat to, to bring you back into rest and digest mode and take you out of fight or flight because you are stressed out and it's the number one killer in America is stress. So those basic four things don't cost anything. And for those of you listening today, if you can program reoccurring appointments in your phone to remind you to drink water, chew your food, avoid liquids and take some breath work uh, when you eat and stuff like that, that will change your life. You'll start feeling better. You want to take it to another level. We have the, our products to help you detox and cleanse and get some nutrition and give you more energy and mental clarity to start losing the weight. And that's where you start, people. You don't start them with exercise. You don't start them with dietary changes unless they got like stage four or something and they're ready to do it. The average person is so busy and so polluted and so just 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 inundated with their bodies full of chemicals that they just don't have the energy to do anything. They don't want to make any changes. So this starts changing things. Like if you guys notice that you've been taking drinking water, just taking the greens, have you noticed your taste buds changing? A little bit, yeah. I have been eating some kind of weird, not weird, but stuff well, like what, what's weird for me is that I'm I'm liking meat less and less. Taste buds will change. Typically, hunger cravings will go down. Instead of eating a whole plate, you'll eat half a plate. These types of things. Uh, this is what we get consistently. Right. from from our clients so that's how it begins we, we 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 help people change their physiology from the inside out by cleaning out the gut cleaning up the blood and the fat and the muscle tissue and supplying the body with what's missing in the soil it's just not in our food i mean most people's food shipped on average 1500 to 2500 miles how healthy is that wow. going to be it's dead even cucumbers yeah. and celery do you right? find through your coaching that you know people just don't have almost like obese people like they go to the gym the first day, like, oh, my God, I got to do this again tomorrow. Like, they just don't have patience for the process. Do you find that in, in some of your coaching? Yeah, and they also, what they do is they go for two or three hours in the gym, kill themselves, and get so sore they never put their tennis shoes on again the next day. That's a big problem. So for me, for people, if they want to do exercise, I want them to walk around the block or walk down to the mailbox. Or I want them to get on a mini trampoline and bounce ten times. Or I'll have them do um, – that's pretty much it for exercise. And they're like, what, what are you talking about? Ten times? I could do longer than that. Well, I'm sure you can, but the habit's more important than the amount. You know, like if you're going to run a marathon, you don't go just go run a marathon. You start off, run a mile, run two miles, and you work your way up. So the habit's more important. And what they find is when they go outside, they know all they got to do is walk to the mailbox or walk around the block. They're going to probably walk a little bit farther. Yeah. They're going to bounce on that mini trampoline a little bit more. And – that's how change starts. It's about the habit and movement is more important than actually going and just killing yourself and trying to run a marathon or lift a bunch of weights or you know play hoops for four, five hours. It's funny you say that. There was a, a Pat who was who was GSP's trainer. Um, the guy out of Montreal, um, far far. Yeah, far, far. I, I forget his name. It's something like. But he was on Joe Rogan and he said that very thing. He's like, when I start people out, I don't have them do as many pull-ups as you can or work out till failure. I have you do one or two, and then you come in tomorrow, two or three, because like you said, if you blast your muscles, you're so sore. Even if sometimes you're in shape, you're so sore. Like, dude, I can't move. I'm not doing this again. Yeah. And if you just slowly yeah. incrementally do it, almost psychologically, like, wow, I did two yesterday. I did four today. I mean, you just start having those small successes that build to, like yep. you said, you go to walk to the mailbox, and soon enough, you're walking around the block. Yeah. And you're also building that emotional muscle, too, and you're feeling good about the process rather than, oh, shit, I'm so sore. You know, I can't, I ain't doing that again. Right. You know, I don't want to go do that again. That was painful. We, yeah. we, we avoid pain and we move towards pleasure. So yeah, there's, there is a huge mental component to a lot of it. Like you were saying, bro. So, um, yeah. you have some, Let's I mean, obviously to our next guest. Silver. What? What you talking about? Willis? Are you watching porn while we're doing this show, Pat? Come on, man. No, continue, please. So you have some pretty cool stuff going on. We were talking the other day, Tim, and you know, obviously, you know, you've been you've been doing Facebook Live videos, talking to your health heroes pretty much every day, and I think that's absolutely awesome. You're taking it to another level, aren't you, my friend? Yeah, very soon uh, we've we've set up a studio, and uh, we're going to be launching the Health Hero Show podcast, and that's going to be cool. That'll be a weekly show. Um, we're also going to step it up on all social media. So, you know, Instagram and Facebook and so the show Twitter and Snapchat and all that sure. stuff is going to, we're putting all that together right now. So that's really exciting. I'm really pumped about that stuff. Cause that's going to get our message out to more people that need it and want it. What'd you say, Pat? The show, the show is called health hero. Correct? Health hero. Yeah. Health hero show. I think that's a great name. Yeah. Well, that's how he and starts whole, out. All his videos. Yeah. And the hero? whole shtick is like, it's like, 
you become a health hero, right, by yeah. changing yourself and right. you improve your health. And just by the act of changing yourself, you give other people around you permission to do the same. Ooh, a little Don't Marianne go around Williamson telling right there. What to do. What's that? A little Marianne Williamson. Our deepest fears. That's the, That's what it is at the end. It's like when you embrace, when you get rid of your fears, you unconsciously give people permission to do the same thing. That's almost literally. What yes. And here's 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 the here's the downside of that is that it's not really a downside. It's some people are not going to change no matter what you do. That's right. and the toughest part is they're usually the most that you're most important to you, your loved ones and your closest friends. But if you stick with it, that's the best chance that you got to helping them. So yeah. more importantly, so change yourself. So you become a health hero, and then you can lift other people up to have better health and a better health and a better life. Because if you don't have your health, I don't care how much money you got. When I was a financial advisor, I saw people coming in with millions of dollars and you know rental properties, schedules of real estate that were pages long, and they're you know, but you know <laughs> they, they had to leave in the middle of the appointment because the acid reflux was so bad, or that you know it's just like they missed appointments for doctors. You don't have your health, you're screwed. You don't. Well, have and nothing. you you didn't come out you know few however many years ago i saw some of your older pictures you weren't missing any meals my friend <laughs> no i was i was i was on the chopping block as far as my health goes you know 38 pounds overweight fatigued um oh. skin issues and my elbows my knee my back um blood coming out of my stools um, i had an operation to get an organ removed and wasn't you know i was fat you know and floated inflamed and bloated and and um, I look back at those pictures, and like when I show people my picture before picture, they're like, "I can't even believe that's you." I look back, and I'm like, "I don't even know how the hell I got there." Now, well, and that's what's really cool is that you you're your own personal testimony. I mean, you got you get testimonials from people all the time from the people you helped, but I mean, you yourself, you're a walking testimony as the CEO of Chemical Free Body. You were there. You made the yeah. choice to transform your life through these different steps that you've already taken that you're asking other people to take. So the yeah, proof, and the they're so the pudding. simple. They're so simple. And it's like I felt so inspired by this. I'm like, I have to tell other people about this. I'm like, because I was lost. I was confused. I was an athlete for 30 years. I played baseball at a high level. And, you know, I was falling apart, man. It was just a matter of time before I had a heart attack or had to have another surgery or could have possibly gotten cancer. I mean, look around. Everybody's getting cancer. It's getting crazy. So um, I don't – I don't uh, – I don't want to be any part of that stuff. I don't like going to the doctor. I don't want to have any more surgery. So I did it out of fear. I changed my life because I'm scared because I saw what was going on around me. And I just lost a friend of mine at age 40 to um, stomach cancer on my baseball team. And that guy was ripped and he was in great shape. So I realized from that that um, it's really about the inside out. It doesn't matter what you look like on the outside. If your organ systems are not well taken care of and, and you know, t like a car, you know, well maintained and and cleaned and, you know, and like we, that's we talk about the detox and have good fuel put in. If you're not doing that. You know, man, it's just it might not end up very well for you. So I, I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, I don't want to go down that road. So it was basically out of fear that I made I made the changes. So talk talk to us about vegan versus meat. How much did well, it change your life? Well, it completely transformed my life. I mean, all my health issues that I just just mentioned to you, um, most of them were gone in sixty days. But, you know, I went from zero to hero. I mean, like literally the health hero, like boom, like that. And that's what we don't – we don't teach that now because in my story – because I had a friend with cancer and he had to do the lifestyle 100% because he was dying. Right. So I decided to do it with him to support yeah. him because, you know, I didn't want him to die. It I just lost changed him. your life too. And it completely transformed my life. So, again, I have people not change all their diet and exercise. We start daily detoxing first, drinking the water, chewing the food and that stuff. Right. But um, within 60 days, man, and then by eight months later, that big patch of psoriasis on my knee was completely gone. So total in eight months, and um, I was like a whole new person, like literally. Like I had to get new clothes because I was wearing larges and extra larges, and I wear smalls and mediums again. Um, and I feel good, and I've been able to maintain it for nine and a half years, and that's why I think I'm a pretty good model for people because it's not – I mean it's, it's we're coming up on a decade now that I've kept this ship running. Right. And my body. And I, I'm getting healthier every year. How All often do, do you see that where people don't, you know, they're they're in bad positions, you fix them, and then they kind of like lull themselves back into a sense of complacency and like, oh, I'm better now. I can go back to well, eating bad. Well, it does happen. Whatever. One thing I will say is I don't fix anybody. I don't heal anybody. I can't do that. I just, again, provide guidance and allow them to do it themselves. So 
but um, some people some people do slip back a little bit, and then they you know come forward, and you know everybody's on their own journey. Yeah, true. So, all I can do is just keep being me, giving them permission to, you know, be super healthy. And, you know, so at age 46, um, you know, I can run, you know, 30 barefoot sprints in the grass and, and do, do a lot of fun stuff with my kids that other dads sit along the sidelines and right. can't, can't do, you know? Yeah, yeah. So when you were at Hippocrates Health Institute, at what point in the process, how long were you there? And then at what point in the process did you say, I have to go vegan. Well, it was on day five, basically. Well, when you go there, you have no choice because that's all you're they not, have. You're not eating meat. Right, but that wasn't my choice. It was just my environment had changed at right. that point. Um, and I can tell you, I, I went through a pretty hardcore detox the first four days. It was not Day four was not fun for me. It was like headaches, night sweats, irritability. I was having hallucinations about hot wiring a car and going to McDonald's, and I hadn't even ate McDonald's in 15 years. <laughs> Hold on, wait, wait, like, wait, wait, wait. Go, you had a dream about hot wiring a car to go get McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, dude, because you're on a 50 acre complex, and you know, you're, there's no cars or nothing. You know, it's just like they have bicycles you ride around and stuff. I mean, you can get a rental car, but we didn't have one at the time. And um, man, and you eat vegetables and beans and nuts and. Is that a wall you notice people that you're coaching hit? They're like, man, I'm feeling so – I'm supposed to be feeling so good, but I'm feeling so, quote-unquote, kind of bad. Is this – No, not anymore. That's why we do the very gentle daily detox So we, because average person's got a life. They've got kids. Yeah. They've got soccer practice. They're, you know, they're taking care of ill parents. You know, there's all, traveling and vacations, all this stuff's going on. When you go to Hippocrates, you're there to do one thing, to learn and to heal. When you're at work and you've got all this stuff going on – most people, they're not going to go through that. You can't, dude, you, I couldn't function on day four. And I went to bed at like eight o'clock and just pulled the covers over my head, hoping to God that the next day I woke up, it was going to be over. Cause they said day four or five, the detox, you come out of the detox, the, the initial hard part of it. Right. And, um, it did. And on day five, I woke up and man, I felt like I had vitality and energy running through my blood. And I looked at Charles, I said, dude, you're going to live. He's like, yeah, I think I am. I'm wow. like, I'll, I'll do this whole thing with you. I'm, I'm going plant-based and um, rock and roll, and that was the day, Pat, that I made that decision. It was on day five, looking my friend in the eye and supporting him, and and um, and decided I was going to do it, and I did it. I'm seeing and, a lot uh, more people fasting now too. Kelly Jeffries, another one of our sponsors from Dish TV. I mean, he did. Uh, I think it was 72 hours, and he said afterward, he said well, obviously it was tough, but afterwards he said he felt amazing. I'm just, I'm seeing oh, yeah. a lot more of that. People are starting to catch on, man. That you know, yeah. And again, for those listening, if you're dealing with a serious health concern, you really look into, again, I don't give medical advice, but um, a three-day water fast can complete, three to five-day water fast will completely reset your body and your immune system. It's pretty powerful stuff. And if, if it gets tough, you can always start mixing in the greens and stuff like that, like our Green 85 formula, and, and chug that down three, four, five times a day. So I, and I, I, if you've I never fasted even... What's the, that? The, the greens 85 again I, I know we're just plugging away at it but i'm telling you for me i mean even the, the gut stuff critical cleanse etc taking care of your gut because if people don't know you have more serotonin in your gut than in your brain and truly your gut health is how you are able to absorb some of these nutrients and micronutrients in your food if your gut's messed up it's it's really you, you got to fix your gut yeah and serotonin's the happy juice so if you want to yeah. be happy you might want to have a lot of want to have a lot of serotonin in your body, right? And like you said, most of it's in the gut. So that's our main focus is taking helping people learn to take care of their gut, make it easy. For sure. Well, another another sort of announcement that you got going on. <clears throat> another thing that I've noticed is starting to become more mainstream, if you will, is mm -hmm. some of these ceremonies, some of these things, if you will, that people are getting into that uh, stem from some Amazonian, Peruvian uh, jungle stuff. Why don't you talk about uh, some stuff you got planned on for planned for August? What's going down? Sure. So um, as you guys know, I think the last episode I was on, I did a liver cleanse and showed you my gulls or my liver stones. Yeah, that <laughs> that was, was a lot of fun. Wow. So I am on the hunt every single day trying to find anything I can to improve myself physically mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. And um, in a few weeks, um, I'm going to an ayahuasca ceremony. And um, it's a very, for those listening, it's a very powerful plant medicine that when worked with properly can change your life. Um, so 
I had had a couple guys throughout the years just before I got into all this health stuff, um, you know, business owners and stuff like that and professionals and like three or four of them told me like, yeah, I, I did this ayahuasca deal. And, and I was like, dude, that's crazy. You know, they go to the jungle and shamans and they, you know, a lot of people are throwing up and that kind of stuff when they drink it. And, and they all said the same thing. It changed my life. And they were drop dead serious. I was like, well, that sounds cool, but I ain't doing that deal. <laughs> so, um, you know, I went on with my life. And um, after Hippocrates, I realized that um, there was more. There was more that I wanted to tap into spiritually. I didn't know what it was, and I've really worked on that. And I think through meditation and, and a lot of stuff I've been doing, I've made some good inroads in my life spiritually, like big time. And I feel really good about that now before I was completely lost. And I've even met some people that have done ayahuasca and spent time with them. And I felt like I was kind of up close to that level with some of the work that I've done without it. And um, But it's pretty cool. Um, do you guys know much about it? Yeah. The death vine, they call it. Yeah, it was, that was originally called that. So ayahuasca is just a tea that is made from two plants. And basically the active ingredient in it is called DMT, it's dimethyl uh, tryptamine. tryptamine, which is also known as the spirit molecule, and it's found in all living things. So this is really cool. Every living thing, every plant, every every being has DMT in it. So um, the problem is, like, if you eat a bunch of plants, when you ingest it, your body actually blocks the uptake of DMT. Now your pineal gland, I think your liver and your lungs also make it. But um, here's the cool thing. The only time DMT in your body is released is when you die. Yeah. And that's kind of trippy. So what I've learned from a lot of people is like that molecule is released to help you kind of shed and smooth out all the rough crap that's happened to you in your lifetime and make your transition back to, you know, your higher self, God, he, she, whatever, whatever you want to call it, the, the one, uh, smooth and easy. And, um, and what, 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 uh, what this ayahuasca does is that you take this tea and you can actually release that molecule and you get to experience the effects of DMT for seven to eight hours. Seven to freaking eight hours. Now, some people wow. smoke it and it lasts like 20 minutes, but I'm doing the, I don't want to smoke anything. So um, I don't want it in my lungs, but. Well, I eat it. So I'm drinking it. <laughs> drinking it. Yeah. I'm going to eat it. Yeah, isn't there something with the MAO, the MAOI inhibitors or something that helps release the DMT into the body? That helps. Yeah. Because normally, I guess it yeah, doesn't. Yeah. So, yeah, it's made out of two plants. And uh, the first one's a jungle leaf. Um, it's called uh, Psychotria viridis, or it's also known as um, Chakruna, and it's loaded with DMT. The second one is um, it's a flowering vine called uh, uh, Banister uh, opius um, copy, also known as the vine of the soul. This is the MAO inhibitor that you're talking about. MAO inhibitor stands for shortest. Uh, it's monoamine oxidized inhibitor. Basically, it stops your body from blocking the absorption of the the DMT so that it can get into your bloodstream and the brain. So when you when you take this flower in, you can now when you mix them, the um, that flowering vine um, allows it to get into the blood and go through the blood brain barrier and get into your brain, which is pretty powerful. So think about this, like. These indigenous people with no labs or nothing figured out a way to get DMT into your brain and into your blood by through, mixing it through in hundreds or thousands of years. Of exactly. Yeah. You know what so, I'm saying? So that is that is pretty. Let's talk about the effects cool. of DMT and what people come out like on the other side. Yeah. So, you know, a lot of people have used DMT recreationally. And for certain spiritual ceremonies, like Jeffrey was talking about, they have all spoken of the same effects: being, you know, propelled into an egoless existence in some type of otherworldly dimension where the, you know, the self is merged with energy and the ego is stripped, and people get these visions, and those are experienced, and, and many of them um, describe it as like an, in, it's just really indescribable. Um, a lot of people a have also a um, spiritual experience. Yeah. Yeah, and a lot of people have testified that um, they've talked that, to ti that time outside. doesn't exist under the influence of yeah. DMT. It enters you into a state of oneness, and everyone that I've spoken with, like I said, they all said the same thing. It changed my life. So I pulled from all that past stuff. 
Um, my girlfriend now has she's kind of a practicing shaman. Um, nice. She's done she's done it like nine times. Wow. And when they do it, they do it basically on Friday and Saturday. So I'm going to be taking it twice on a Friday and a Saturday. So in reality, she's done 18 times. So uh, the where, shaman where is this with, taking place? Number one. Well, I can't I can't disclose it. What state? How's that? Well, it's in Oregon. That's where I'm at. In Oregon. And yeah. will you be filming this experience? No, that's not allowed. It is allowed. But you say it's allowed. <laughs> so I mean, we'll see. This lady's look, been doing it for twenty I want to years. Do Pat. DMT experiment, right? I want it filmed. Yeah. I want it. I want it on film <laughs> because I want to know what happened. What, no, there's a there is a great documentary. I think it's on Netflix or somewhere where they there's like I think it was four or five maybe celebrities or something. I'm just remembering Chelsea Handler is one of them. She went down there and they did do it twice. So the first night she did it, it was so weird, ladies and gentlemen. I suggest everybody watch it. Everybody takes it and everybody has their experience except for Chelsea. She's so you could just tell she's so it's, it was impressive how she was mentally blocking out the effects of DMT. She's like, oh, I don't you know I don't I don't know why you guys are tripping. I don't feel anything. I don't feel anything. The next night she did it, and they were doing it in a group. The next night she did it was just with the shaman, the medicine man. And she blasted off. And it was a complete, like, she's bawling. She's talking about her family. I mean, she's just, it, she's open. She re- literally, it was just weird, that transition from the one night of her tempting. Because you know that those people, like, oh, I don't feel nothing. It's not going to affect me. And she she almost made herself not feel it. And then the next night she totally opened up. And it was it was really, really a beautiful thing, man. It really is. Yeah. I'm, I'm almost scared to do it. Just, I mean, but... I would love to come out that other end. Just be like, wow, dude, that was that was freaking amazing. <laughs> yeah, my my girlfriend told me about it, and she said, you know, usually it can take up to two hours for it to take effect, or it might not take effect. At all. She said she's had trips where she just blasted off immediately. It was just out in the stratosphere, and then she said the two two of the eighteen times, it was like she didn't even have any at all. Really? So what's really important is that people eat a really clean diet before they do it. It's really important that they don't have, you know, sex at least, you know, like I think a 72 hours. I have a list of things. You can't have like spicy foods or fermented foods. There's certain things on the food list. You want to stay away from alcohol, all this stuff. And then you have to go into it with a really good attitude and then you have to realize that this is medicine and that you have to treat it as such. And you have to go in with a focus, and then after you go through the experience, that's when you just set with it. And you really want to take the time to allow it to work your way through its body. It's it's pretty cool. Like I I, I realize that the DMT actually affects the amygdala of the brain, and it goes into memories and can help like like sweep out or rewire rewire like bad past traumas. Yeah. So that they don't affect you and keep holding you back, and you can let go of them. Maybe dad beat you, or or your or your, or your you know something happened. Some, some somebody molested you, or you know you just had a bad experience in your life, or you you know maybe you didn't make the the choir and everybody laughed at you, and you didn't think much of that it back fix, then, but it's holding you back. People. Yeah, it does. It affects everybody. It affects everybody. And all I know is, again, way back in the day, talking to those three, four friends of mine that were business professionals, and they all had this stone-cold look on their face. They're like, dude, that shit changed my life. And I was like, hmm. well, And it's a beautiful was... thing, man. Like, again, almost like the health issues. People are get, becoming more and more wise to it. You just saw, uh, what was it, Colorado just le- legalized mushrooms. And, I mean, I'm not advocating just go out recreation, recreationally do it because this stuff is very powerful. The active ingredient yeah. in, in mushrooms is psilocybin. And, you know, you see, you know, certain therapists giving MDMA to some of their couples and helping marriages. So some of these some of these hardcore psychedelic psychotropic medicines are are now finally getting their due respect. I like you said, yeah, Pat or whoever said it, it's been around for thousands of years. Oh yeah, and it's been demonized, but now people are actually starting to understand the real spiritual and health benefits, like you know, from depression, PTSD. I quit smoking. I quit drink, or whatever it is, man. It's transforming people's lives. Oh yeah, I mean, people are just getting off all kinds of problems and and addictions. In fact, that I don't know if you guys know Terrence McKenna. He's kind of, of like a DMT expert. He says DMT is mushrooms times a million <laughs> plus aliens. <laughs> well, well, it's well, funny listening I, to like I, Aubrey Marcus and Joe Rogan. They they do that stuff a lot. So it's like hearing their testimonies of it. I mean, it's, I don't I don't want to scare people off or whatever, but sometimes it's not always pleasant the process because it is a process, and then coming out the other end, oftentimes you're better. But there is. 
lack of a better term, a spiritual cleansing that goes on. You have to purge some of these negative emotions, negative experiences, and relive them, if you will. But you come out the other end really... Not that I've done it, but I've just seen and read about it for years, and it's it's definitely changed a lot of people, man. I'm yeah, sorry, and like, Pat. what's the worst thing that can happen? I mean, it's like you throw up. Well, you you, know you can you can you can um you can have a code brown too. There's some uh, there's some code browns that go on down there too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it happens. Tell me tell me about the code brown. Let's let's elaborate. Well, I mean, it just happens. You shit yourself, man. You know what I mean? It's 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 your you kind of just as you're releasing all this spiritual stuff, you're releasing, you're purging vomit, you're purging poo, you're just poo, purging toxicity. And that's what I was going to ask you, uh, Tim. And your even your wife, or your girlfriend, or other, have you heard any quote unquote bad trips about any bad trips? Uh, she had. There was a gal that was new um, that was at her group last time, and. Um, she was like freaking out and the, the women had to kind of hold her down for about 20 minutes until she settled down. But you know, it's things can't happen like that. Um, I'm to the point, you just brought something up though. I don't think I'm, I think I'm going to fast for about three days before I go in there. So I don't have any code Browns, <laughs> but it, while they're doing sure it, they're completely out. unaware of it. They're like, they're so moving into that other dimension. They're yeah. not yeah. what I puked. I shat myself. What I yeah. was, I didn't even remember, but I think it's cool. So, you know, I mean, I want to do, I mean, I guess right now is a perfect kind of before and after. I would definitely want to do and let this be the before. What are you kind of expecting from it? And when you come back from it, I, we're definitely going to talk about how it was. Did it meet your expectations? Did it exceed it? Well, you know, um, I'm hopeful that I'll say it changed my life. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for uh, more clarity in my life and um, more joy, more happiness, more excitement. And um, and if I have some past stuff, traumas or what they may be that I can bring up and get rid of and re- rewrite them and, and feel better about myself and feel lighter and be able to move forward quicker and help more people, then, you know, that's why I'm doing it, I'm, you know, for my own selfish reasons. But again, by me making the changes in myself, that's how I give other people permission to do it. So I'm you know, like you know I'm a guinea pig. I do everything on myself <laughs> first before I recommend it to anybody. And um, I'm ready. I'm ready for this now. So I'm I'm really excited about it, and I'll definitely let you guys know um, on the backside what's up. After well, I'm, I'm excited done. for you, man. When you told me you were going to do it, I was just like, oh my god! Like you're a perfect. Per- I mean, you like you said you you've already done kind of your own spiritual work. Obviously, your health work, and like you said, you're almost ready for this kind to embrace this kind of next level of spirituality, if you will. So, I mean, yeah. I think people who do have those bad trips, whether it's psilocybin, acid, or ayahuasca, I think they're they're just not ready. I think e- even in our normal life, we need to kind of meditate and kind of put things in perspective because there's so much stuff going on in our brain sometimes. We don't even remember that we remember, and then we go do something like that, and it's just like they're just flooded with you know stuff that yeah. they really they just can't handle. Or they may have something that's really, really traumatic they're releasing could be good yeah yeah for sure for sure again mind state mind state i think i think it's important whether it's released to the public or not to at least film it so that you can go back and watch it yeah um i will ask permission see if i can do that you you guys have have a like a hidden camera i can put up (laughs) this is but this is kind of crazy um taboo talk if you think about it um you know when i was younger when we ate mushrooms for instance, um, didn't do it that often, but I tried it a few times and had some amazing experiences on it. That you know, you didn't tell anybody. You didn't. Right. Nobody. Yeah. You don't know that you did mushrooms. My goodness, are you crazy? So now here we are talking about DMT, ayahuasca, and and just basically saying, look, this is what I'm going to go do, and it's it's kind of an interesting. Um, different angle and concept and mindset that we've that we've reached in today's world. That I'm going to go do ayahuasca and and I'm telling the world and that's because well, I think there's less and less of to use a term. There's less and less reefer madness going around. If you smoke reefer, you're going to jump out of the window and rape a woman. I mean, we just now we're just more educated now. Whether it's that or whether it's you know the psychedelics, we just like I said. Yeah. Doctors are using MDMA and, and marital counseling, et cetera, et cetera. So we're just spiritual awakening. Exactly. Yeah. There has been just more elevation of consciousness. Right. And you guys all know that a lot of this has been, they try to lump it in this fear mongering 
is what it is. They anything that's good for people, it seems like well, most things that are good for people, it's like they try to suppress it, especially if it replaces a synthetic version somewhere else where there's money to be made. Yes. Yeah. Oxycontins. I eat oxycontins. Yeah, I mean, when you have like. Well, you know, I like I said, I haven't experienced ayahuasca yet, but from my research and the people that I know closely, intimately, that have done it multiple times, it's um, I'm, ex- I'm excited about it, and it makes sense for my life path right now. So, I'm gonna do it. But that's bad because it gets lumped into drugs. But it's yeah. it's a it's a plant medicine. If you treat it as such and treat it with respect and do it right, to make sure you're getting the good stuff, then you're fine. Um, you know, but, um, but it's okay that like we have a huge opi- opioid crisis and right. it's okay to keep prescribing that stuff. So yeah, it's just, exactly. Stupid. This is a part of what we talk about on the show, ladies and gentlemen, the inversion of reality up is down and down is up. But you know, I'll be anxious to hear the follow-up, man. I really, really am because, you know, I'm a big fan of yours. Love you to death. And you know, you have, you have helped me, you know, change a lot of my eating habits and, you know, green 85 and then cleaning my gut. Like I was. I mean, I wasn't full on, you know, anything really bad, but I mean, it was just, I just noticed certain things like skin conditions. Like you said, I would have an occasional kind I, mean, I don't know if it was acid reflux or whatever it was, but it all just kind of went away, dude. It was, you know, things have slowly changed and I haven't even put it a hundred, a hundred percent in it. So if I'm, if I was to really, really, you know, knock it out, I mean, I can only imagine, you know, the changes that can happen. Dude, that's I'm, awesome. I'm not getting, brother. yeah, thank that's you, great. man. Thank you. And I'm, I'm not getting any younger when none of us getting any younger. So I was talking to a friend the other day, you know, we've lost some friends lately and it's just like, man, we're, we're kind of getting into that, like drop dead mode. I thought he was fine. Like you said, he looked good. He was ripped, but you know, he had a heart attack or a stroke and it's just like, yep. man, fuck, you gotta really be way <laughs> more conscious. Inside, baby. Yeah. yeah. And the reality is we're all going to go someday, but the bottom line for me is like, I'm going to make sure that while I'm here, I'm as healthy as I possibly can be. I'm going to have fun. I'm going to set a great example for my children and my family and the uh, community members around me. And I'm, I'm just going to lead by example. And I, I, ref- I, I just refuse to age. I mean, I'm not going to age emotionally. Um, my body will age, but I'm going to slow that process down as much as possible. And I'm going to be the grandpa or great-grandpa sprinting down the beach uh, <laughs> with the great-grandkids. Cool like, stuff. how is that possible? Well, you know, that guy loved himself. That's what it boiled down to. And I was willing to do what it took and willing to do what other people weren't willing to do because they were afraid to embarrass themselves in front of other people to say, you know, no to the white bun with the, you know, the hot dog in it. Or yeah. he, was, he, wasn't, he wasn't afraid to go do some ayahuasca or, you know, chew his food or do some breath work before he ate. What's Tim over there doing? Breathing. Or what's that? What's that breath work? Well, and that's Just the beautiful eat. thing about it to show and prove. People need that, man. You walk it like you talk it. And so, I mean, like again, when people get to know you and they see your pictures and you know, like people think, oh, you're just trying to sell some products. Like, no, dude, I was in a bad place. I made the choice to transform my life, and here's how I did it. That, I mean, those kind of personal testimonials yeah. goes a long, long way. Yeah, and all people have to do is just get on our program for 90 days, and it's over. They're gonna start. They're gonna feel better. I mean, there's just no, there's no way it's not gonna happen. That's right. not possible. Awesome sauce. Cool. Well, Patrick, any fo- any closing comments, statements for our boy here before we head? It's actually you're not even going to the jungle. You guys are, like I said, Oregon, and that's the other thing. Yeah. I've, I've from that documentary, it's it's very common in California, the West Coast, that they're getting. I'm not saying this is you, but you're getting stuff. People are getting stuff shipped over, and they're having these ceremonies, in, if you will, in people's homes. And yeah. I, I, that's just a beautiful thing. You don't necessarily have to go to desert. The medicine can come to you, and not the desert. But the I jungle. want to go to a lodge and do it. That's all I can say. A what? I have to. Uh, if I'm going to do it, ayahuasca. I'm going to be in a sweat lodge in Arizona in a 130 degree tent or uh, <laughs> teepee, and and just sit there and sweat it out. I don't know what that'll right? do. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. I just have to do it. That way, you get it, you want to make That's it that true. much harder on yourself because the way I see it, do it, they're in these little huts in the jungle and they're kind of sitting in a circle and they're on like little yeah. yoga mats and they're kind of just chilling, waiting for it to kick in. And what's what's really fascinating, bro, is when you start talking about some interdimensional, extra dimensional stuff. Some of the inf- information I've seen and I've read, you have say five people and they will all see the same entity they'll all kind of see the same thing yes and that's yeah. let you know like man that's you're a bit wild. you're tapping into something man when all five of you guys are seeing the same whatever it is that that's some pretty serious stuff man it's really cool though yeah and a lot of people get scared about that stuff i'm getting excited about it you know you probably notice that where 
maybe your girlfriend or your wife, you said something and she had the same thought at the same time. You're like, yeah. and it happens because your, your frequencies are, you're linked, you're right. synced. You know, that's how that works. And we have that ability to do that. We just, um, we're so busy flipping channels and flipping through Facebook and doing all that stuff. And well, that's kind of what we were talking about with Sam, Sam Tripoli today on the first part of our 100th episode. You know, we just, we don't understand there's so much going on outside of what we can perceive. You know, our limited biological system, our spacesuit here can only perceive through our sight and our smell and our feel and touch, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, the light spectrum, we know X-ray exists. We know infrared exists. We know gamma rays exist. We can't see them. We know they're there. And that's just scratching the surface of what's going mm-hmm. on outside of what we can perceive. So I'm, I'm, I'll be so anxious for So when's this going down again? What's the date? Yeah, when is it? Uh, it'll be in a few weeks. A few weeks. He so doesn't, he doesn't want first, to first part, First part of late, late July, early August, I'll be completed, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give you guys a buzz and let you know what happened. So is, is there some sort of questionnaire or preparation you do BMT? Uh, yeah, yeah, of course. There's uh, the meals and things you should abstain from. Like I said, like, you know, sex for a certain amount of time. You should, you know, make sure you're not smoking cigarettes, smoking marijuana, smoking anything. You just want to be clean. Otherwise, that can really affect uh, the medicine and your experience. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. This Super is this special. is you've got to film this. You've got to film. This. <laughs> well, I'm I'm glad actually you said that because I'm um I never even thought about it, but that's a good idea. Yeah, I mean, like, for the archives though, that you would be to. that would be amazing for your personal archives. That would just be really cool to look back on it. But I mean, not that I mean, whatever. The, the look, impact's going to be to it would us. be cool. No, but the you, impact's you, going to be an internal one. Show us the footage of you shitting yourself. You don't have to. <laughs> that's almost. Okay. That's a must, dude. Are you kidding me? Well, mosaic out I've your face. I've already done that. I did that on the liver cleanse episode. You did. Then you pulled out those little freaking pebbles that you held in your hand, or little little shit fragments. I'm like, wow, this guy is going hard in the paint, dude. He doesn't. <laughs> He's rolling his poop in the balls. You know what I mean? And collecting them. You had like 50 in your hand. I'm like, dude. And you're like, yeah, I had to pick it out of my. Sh-. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'll take your word. No, they, right. they just floated in the toilet, dude. I just had to scoop them up. It was easy. Did you smell your fingers after you were done? I joke. Of course. <laughs> I'm guessing you're going to want to get uh, some sort of um, enema or something before this. Get cleaned out. Before the ayahuasca deal? Yes. Oh, yeah, I'll probably fast for three days, and then um, I have a badass silicone. Be colonic and get cleaned out so that you don't shit yourself. Yeah, that's probably a good idea, Pat. I'm just throwing it out there. We are we are really super focused on the code brown here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, I am I am really I am super super happy. I was not worried about anything until now. (laughs) Tim's gonna go into it wearing a diaper. That one hot chick that's sitting across from you doing ayahuasca and you shit yourself, it doesn't work out well. Like, why no. is Tim wearing a diaper? I don't get it. Is What's going to happen now is I'm going to revert back to a three-year-old. I'm going to be painting with that stuff on the wall, and I'll write Pat, Jeffrey, <laughs> Conspiracy Farm. Pat, I'm filming oh. it. Check this out. <laughs> the, the hot blonde across from you won't be admiring your artwork. Well, that's the yeah. beautiful thing about this whole process. Like you said, the one thing that really, really happens paramount is it strips the ego. You're not even thinking about stuff like that. So that's that's right. a really cool part of the process, yeah. man. I'm really happy for you, dude. I'm happy for the podcast. Yeah. I'm happy for you taking things to the next level. And I'm happy and thankful that you have decided to take a bit of a risk and put your name and your company's name and reputation on the line to come on board with the Conspiracy Farm. Literally, almost literally, ladies and gentlemen, from day one. Tim James has been on the team for a very hot second, and I can't thank him enough for it, man. Well, and I can tell you why I did it is because when I met Pat, um, I felt like we were cut from the same cloth. It's because, you know, it's just like my dad where, you know, you do what's right, you avoid what's wrong, and that's it. There's, you know, you – there's just – he's a good human being and a good man, and um, oh, sure, I – yeah, much love your I way, built, man. I've got to I meet built, you, Jeffrey, and I, I totally I, I built, feel the same about you. You guys are good people. You know, that's what it boils down to. You're real people trying to do really good things to help other people um, have a better life. The Greens 85, like I wake up literally almost every day, throw a scoop in my water, and it just changes my whole day. Energy, like I said, I sleep better, I poop better. I mean, it's just game-changing stuff, man. I know that's maybe too much information, but it uh, It works. It works. Too- it absolutely and works. You, you guys got to check out Pat when he's – you got that, like, cup that you put the greens in that's got the light ice cubes in it that light up. 
That's well, yeah, good. I mean, today I wasn't using a mason jar. I was using a Mickey Mouse Club cup. So maybe I'm using too much, Tim, because when I when I put mine in my cup and I throw, I tried to test it out with a cube. The, the water it was too dark. You couldn't see the the light. Oh, okay. It's a oh. it's very, ladies and gentlemen, it is very very concentrated greens. Like if you're not a big veggie person, I get it. I mean, this stuff will get you all of your nutrients and your micronutrients in. In, in a scoop or two, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, I actually have Dr. Treadway actually figuring it out, but I think it's going to end up somewhere between... One scoop is somewhere between three to five pounds of fresh-cut vegetables grown in a really dense nutrient. That's soil. incredible. That is Say incredible. that again. Yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, I wanted to give yeah. you guys a, a free gift. Say to that again. Say that again, Tim. What's the equivalent of two... What's it equivalent of? Two scoops. Well, he's doing the research, but it, it's going to end up probably somewhere between three to five pounds of fresh-picked, like, you know organic naturally occurring vegetables vegetables that have been Sprout, grown in sprouted super vegetables. dense good soil you know that's the key you can, you clearly cannot eat that much vegetables in one sitting so i mean that's you're yeah. you're getting it all chalked into like one and it's water you throw it in water and it tastes fantastic too it's not something that you know you got to choke down it tastes really well it's it tastes really, like a vegetable yeah liquid vegetables yeah, yeah. V8, awesome v8 and, on steroids I, any closing statements timothy Love yourself and follow your highest excitement. Take care of yourself and um, and just you know let the, let the changes begin. If you're not where you want to be in your life, um, you're gonna have to make some changes. Let's just make them s- small and make them consistent and let them let them take root and and see where they take you. The and choice is yours, ladies and gentlemen. The choice is yours yeah. to choose a better quality of life. Okay, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. I hope you took some good notes for those of you that are interested in ayahuasca or thinking about doing it. Again, one of the most important things is making sure that you get really good medicine and you're in a really good space with a good shaman and you're around a bunch of good people. I think that's a very important thing, very, very important thing. So I hope you enjoyed it, and um, and it was it was uh, it's just really interesting stuff, right? It's like. I couldn't even imagine 12 years ago even thinking about doing this kind of stuff. So, okay, that was part one. So we will see you next week, and I can't wait to share with you um, part two, which is the interview that Pat and Jeffrey had with me after I took ayahuasca. Until then, change yourself, change your world, and I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. (laughs) 